giving it to the Lord and saying like, I definitely don't know all the steps. I I do not know how to get to this end goal of mine, but I believe that you put this on my heart for a reason. So I think first of all, like entrusting it to the Lord is so, so important. Hey there, my name is Molly Finch and I am so blessed you're here. Join me as I explore being a Christian in the world of entrepreneurship and helping business owners like you and me build successful online businesses that allow us to share our God-given gifts with others. Whether you're just starting out or you're looking to take your online business to the next level, I hope this podcast will provide you with the inspiration and guidance you need to succeed. So let's get started on this journey of building and growing our online businesses and sharing our gifts with the world. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Loretto House Creative Podcast. My name is Molly, and I am just so honored and blessed that you have chosen this podcast as something to do with your time right now. I mean, that's the amazing thing about modern technology is just like the ability to connect with people from across the world through a podcast and to get to meet some amazing, amazing people just because of this. So God is good. God is awesome. Um... I hope and pray that all of you are having an amazing week. I know this week is Valentine's Day, so I hope that regardless of if you have a significant other, a a husband, wife, um, that you spend some time just in prayer, loving the Lord, and being thankful for the blessings that He's given in your life. I know that sometimes these secular holidays can feel like, you know, what do we do? Do we really need to celebrate? Um... But, you know, maybe it's just an opportunity to just take a a second and, you know, pause and just like contemplate the blessings in your life. And 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 that can really be it. But, you know, just that little bit could just brighten your day. Right. So, I'm man, I hope that you all are having an awesome, awesome week today. I'm super excited about the topics that we're going to talk about, because I feel like I currently am kind of in this mindset. And, and so I'm excited to share what I've learned and kind of what I have discovered is like ways to um, combat frustrations and almost those fears that kind of stop you dead in your tracks, especially when it comes to business endeavors. So I'm super excited about that. But first, what I would love to do is read the gospel for today and then just do a quick reflection because I believe that if we start our day in prayer or start this conversation in prayer, the Holy Spirit can do so much more with it than I can if I just dive right into a topic. So um, if you have read the readings today or if you have not, I'm going to be reading the gospel and it is from the gospel of Mark chapter 8 verses 27 through 33. Um, Like I said, I am going to be reading it and then going into a brief reflection, and then I will dive into the business topic that is on my heart currently this week. So without any delay, let us begin with the gospel. A reading from the gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 27 through 33. Jesus and his disciples set out for the villages of Caesarea Philippi. Along the way, he asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others one of the prophets. And he asked them, but who do you say that I am? Peter said to him in reply, you are the Christ. Then he warned them not to tell anyone about him. He began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer greatly 
and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and rise after three days. He spoke this openly. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. At this, he turned around and, looking at his disciples, rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. You know, I think um, anytime this reading comes up, I it kind of is like this alarm in my head, like, oh, that's right. Lent is right around the corner. You know, we are entering, we are past the Christmas season. We are now entering into that season of the desert um, of the passion, death, resurrection of Jesus Christ. And just like, it kind of like stops me in my tracks of, okay, here it is, you know, it's coming. That that time to be in the desert with our Lord is right around the corner. Um, and obviously, you know, as Catholics, we we give up things for Lent or we do extra things for Lent. And so it definitely, I start to think about, okay, what am I going to do this year? Um, personally, I think a couple of the areas that I am really excited for this Lent is to take that moment, take that breath, and disconnect with the things that I know are definitely not increasing my spirituality or increasing my relationship with the Lord. And one of those things for me right now is definitely like the scrolling on social media. It is hysterical in such a sad way that that action of scrolling is something that is such an easy, for me at least, an easy trap to fall into because I feel like it definitely just alters my perception of the goodness in my day-to-day life because I am just constantly seeing what other people are doing as well as taking me away from the present moment. And and I am choosing to look at a screen versus looking at, for example, like if I'm riding in the car with my husband to look at my screen versus looking at outside and looking at nature or looking at the sun and, and the sunshine. And, and it's crazy to think like I am right now, I am choosing this, looking at a screen versus looking at the beauty of God's creation. And I know that can be like, kind of like a lot, you know, we, we are allowed to let our minds rest and allowed to just take a breather and, and to have mindless moments. But it's crazy to just see myself choosing a screen and choosing to look at Facebook or Instagram versus having a conversation with my husband or like just even just being present and sitting and like listening to the music in the car, things like that. So I know that's one area that I'm pretty excited to cut back on in terms of the scrolling because I know and and it's also from a business perspective, I know business owners, it's not necessarily the best thing to give up social media entirely. But I think for me, the act of actually scrolling is the more detrimental part to my heart and to my relationship with Jesus. So I'm really excited to kind of take a step back there and to cut that out from my life, at least for um, Lent, if not for longer. Um, Another area that I've been praying on is the idea of, I, I have two perpetual adoration chapels within like 15 minutes of my house. And I mean, what a bless, I know I'm blessed because I know when I travel with John to the different churches, like they do not have perpetual adoration chapels. They have like adoration once a month. So I have been really sitting with, you know, I need to definitely make an effort to spend an hour with Jesus every week, whether that is just popping in for 10 minutes or if that is sitting like a solid hour um, 
I have that in my schedule and I need to prioritize that. So that is what I'm excited to really implement this Lenten season. So I'm, I'm wanting to do something as well as taking something away. And I'm just, I find that this, um, this gospel definitely reminds me that, oh, that's right. Lent is right around the corner. This is why Jesus is here. Um, and it's exciting to kind of get into that mindset. Some of the, the, the one verse sentence that really stood out to me is the, you are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. And big, just eye-opening statement for me is, I mean, how many times do I think like a human, right? I mean, that I definitely um, take certain scenarios and, and definitely just interpret them as a human. And, and even just when I think about the tasks that I have to do, I'm thinking about my human ability to complete a task or to get it all done. And I'm forgetting that God is there in the future. He's there with me right now and he's going to help me. Um, but it's funny that like by thinking it of it as as a human, I, I can definitely see my limitations and my inability to do certain things. Another area is this this command or this statement is feels very timeless because we can always get caught up in our own human ability to understand a situation or a scenario. And it's like crazy to think that the Lord said this all those years ago, and it is a thousand percent applicable to us in our daily life. I think it's really like a call to trust, like a mega call to trust in a situation whatever your dreams are, to, to trust that the Lord hears your prayers, to trust that he sees the situation, whether it be big or small, that he, to trust in the Lord. At least that is my takeaway from this gospel is just that constant reminder that the Lord is worth trusting. He's worth it. And, and I'll be much better off if I recognize my human limitations and view situations, but remember that God is there in it and that he sees it too and he sees the outcome of it and he's working in it. Hey everyone, I am so excited to share that I have partnered with Simplicity and Productivity Company because they have launched a free Lenten challenge to sign up for. And I am telling you, it is absolutely worth your time. So whether you are looking to cultivate a better prayer life this Lenten season or to meet other Catholics that are like-minded like you, this Lenten challenge is absolutely for you. It is all about cultivating the one thing only. So whether that is praying the rosary every day or going to daily mass, I'm telling you that this Lenten challenge will help you implement these habits that you will be able to turn into actual habits within your daily life that you can continue way after Easter. So check out the link in the show notes to the free Lenten challenge. And I cannot wait to see you there. God bless. So let's just like take that trust and let's ask the Lord to really like deepen that in our faith life and deepen that in our own heart that we can trust and entrust to him all of those situations, all of those scenarios. And I think at least that's what I will definitely be focusing on this week is just pouring an outpouring of grace upon my ability to trust and to like open that space in my heart to trust the Lord more deeply, more fully, um, and to not rely on my own human understanding of a situation or a scenario, but know that I definitely don't have the full picture, and but the Lord does and he sees it and he will make it so, so beautiful. So 
you know, from this gospel, it's almost like it it totally transitioned in my mind and my heart while I was praying about like what this episode needed to be about. I feel like the gospel reading was just such like the perfect um, transition from that one sentence that we just talked about to the concept that I was really thinking on. So I almost feel like when we think as humans but not as God, um, there is a tendency to get so overwhelmed because we don't have all of the necessary like um, understanding or, you know, if it's a situation or we feel very like limited in our ability to handle things a lot of times, or at least that's that's for me. Like my human ability to handle something is very finite, but the Lord is infinite and he is infinitely wise and gracious and good, but my ability is limited. And I think in the business realm, there are a lot of moments where we have this big idea, this big desire to make something happen in our business. And we have this big audacious goal. And that is so good. But a lot of times that, you know, we we have this goal and then the, the fear kicks in and it almost, you know, you, st- you stop pursuing this big goal because you don't know what the first step is and you don't even know, you don't know what any of the steps are. Not just necessarily the first step, but any of the steps. And so you put all those steps together and it seems too big, too crazy to even pursue this dream or this idea that the Lord has put on your heart. And then, you know, you start to question, was that even of the Lord? You know what? I'm not even going to pursue it. I'm just going to let that slide. And then no action happens. Nothing at all happens because the overwhelm turned into fear, turned into not understanding, not being able to picture how to make something happen. And then you were thinking, you know, from your human ability saying, I don't know how to do this. And then nothing happens. So I really believe that right now I am calling you to revisit that dream, that idea, whatever it may be in your business, even if it is just starting a business. First of all, giving it to the Lord and saying, like, I definitely don't know all the steps. I I do not know how to get to this end goal of mine, but I believe that you put this on my heart for a reason. So I think, first of all, like entrusting it to the Lord is so, so important. But a couple of practical ways to start attacking that big audacious goal are some of the things that I have really been like sitting with and figuring out how to make it happen in my own life. So I'm excited to share that with you today. Um, A couple of things that I have noticed about me is, and it could just be me, but hopefully this applies to you as well, is that I almost feel like I have to know how to do it all before even starting. Like I have to know exactly how to make this big goal, this big dream a reality. And if I don't know how to make it happen, then what's the point of even starting and then I don't start. I think that there's that reminding yourself that the Lord is present right now as he will be present 10 days from now, two months from now, two years from now, right? He's always present. And so you might not know all the steps and and probably you know nine times out of ten most people don't know all the steps because life is changing ever changing and and very different all the time so you really can't know all the steps but you can know the first baby step and you can know that and then once you do that then you can think of the next baby step so what I have done is or what I have found is very helpful is taking this big goal 
and always asking myself or telling myself, first of all, I won't know all the steps to make it happen, but is this one baby step something that will put me in the right direction towards that goal? So I find that all of the actions or the efforts that I do, if I know that it is pointing in the correct direction, then I feel like it is a good use of time. I feel like a lot of times there is a tendency to do a lot of different things, a lot of different activities, and make sure you're asking yourself, does this align with that big goal that I am trying to achieve? If it doesn't, then you probably don't necessarily need to be spending your time doing that. Okay, so let's recap. If you have this big goal, remind yourself and ask the Lord to be a part of all of it because you will probably not have all the answers, all of the knowledge to understand exactly how this big goal will be achieved. But you do probably know that first step. And even if you don't know that first step, ask someone who has been in your shoes and in who is actually doing what you are wanting to achieve or something similar. Ask him what that first step was. And once you have that first step, then you start looking at the next step and the next step. It then becomes way more manageable. And then you actually feel like I can achieve this because you are breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. Another tip is the idea of sticking to one thing to focus on. I think I get overwhelmed with if I have this big goal, And then I think about all of the different initiatives that I probably need to start in order to make this successful. And again, it goes back to that feeling of overwhelm. You end up not, at least I end up not doing any of it. So my advice to you is to focus on one initiative, one thing, and get really good at it. And as long as that one thing is pointing you towards that big goal in the direction of that big goal, then it is worth your time. So anyway, the two tips that I want you to walk away with this week is the idea of reminding yourself that if you have this big goal on your heart, if you have this dream, but you don't know how it's going to come to fruition, Just know that you don't need to know that right now. The Lord will be with you when you have to make those future decisions. The only decision you have to make right now is that first baby step. And that is all you have to focus on. Focus your efforts on tasks that you know align to the direction of achieving that goal, but you do not need to know all of the steps to make that goal happen. Reach out to someone who has done it already and and get their feedback, understand what they did, to make their dreams come true. And then the last thing is to stick to one thing. Don't bog yourself down with a ton of different initiatives because you know you have to do it all in order to be successful. No, it will end up overwhelming you and you will not do all any of it excellent. Stick to one initiative that is in the direction of pointing towards your big goal and stick to it religiously. Do not falter or take a detour Don't get distracted by shiny objects. Stick to the one thing that you know, this is a one action that I can do consistently that is aligning to my big dream, my big goal. I hope and pray all of you have an amazing, a wonderful week. I hope that you stay strong in your determination and your dedication to your dreams. And we will talk next week. God bless. Hey there. Thanks for the listen. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. To stay up to date on the latest LHC podcasts, make sure to join our mailing list with the link in the show notes and to give us a follow on social at Loretto House Creative. Thanks again for stopping by and God bless.